SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. Thanks, Greg. Five past six on this Wednesday evening, a lot like a Thursday. Hey, David. It's pretty much Friday tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow is uh, the last day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I think, For some I, of us. I think once a month we should have it. You know, if Zuma really wants to get my vote, make one one long weekend a month. <laughs> the market update with you till 6.30 this evening. First up, as always, Google Letter and Fupi has your business news. And this In Business Today is brought to you by Westbank. If you need an instant answer to your business asset finance application, then apply online at westbank.co.za. Thanks, Hilton. Good evening. African gold mining group Rand Gold Resources has pledged to cut costs and raise production over the rest of the year to counter plunging bullion prices, which triggered a 62% slump in second quarter profit. Precious metals mining companies are under intense pressure to cut costs, with a 20% slump in, gold, in the gold price this year, sending prices to a near three-year low of about $1,180 an ounce. PPC has entered into an agreement to purchase a controlling equity stake in Safiga Cement Holdings for the cash consideration of approximately 350 million rand. Getzel Gordon, the chief executive of PPC, says the firm is very excited to be able to add another complementary business to its unit. The proposed transaction is subject to approval by the regulatory authorities as well as the conclusion of the due diligence process. And the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe says there will be no quick return to the loathed Zimbabwean dollar. In a statement reacting to rumours circulating in the market and uninformed pronouncements suggesting the immediate or near-term return of the local Zimbabwean currency, the RBZ says the multi-currency regime will be used in the foreseeable future. A quick look at the market performance now. The JZO share index is ended the day off rather flat, closing at 41,600 points. The rand's trading at 9.89 to the US dollar, 15.32 to the pound, and 13.18 against the euro. Gold trading at $1,288 an ounce, a barrel of Brent crude oil at $108, and the platinum price at $1,434 an ounce. Thanks, Google. This in business today was brought to you by Westbank. If you need an instant answer to your business asset finance application, and apply online at westbank.co.za. What would an instant answer to an asset finance application mean for your earth-moving business? Could it be the difference between digging and scraping, or just sitting and waiting? Apply for business asset finance at westbank.co.za and get an instant answer. T's and C's apply. Westbank. We know how. A division of First Rand Bank Limited, an authorized financial services and credit provider. Or speak to your affiliated dealer. Millions of people in Africa have limited access to a bank, but almost everyone has a cell phone. So if the people can't come to the bank, bring the bank to the people. Standard Bank is using mobile technology from SAP to do just that. Now almost anyone can pay bills and even buy groceries, all from a cell phone. Standard Bank has a vision of inclusive banking and SAP is helping to make it happen. Find out how SAP can help your business run like never before at sap.com forward slash Standard Bank. Eight past six, David Shapiro of Sassman. David, the market sneaking into the green right at the end there. We spent the whole day, <laughs> the whole day lower. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, earlier today, rather sharply lower um, and, and sneaking uh, mm. Right after yeah, yeah, the US. It came in a handful of shares that, that actually mm. pushed us into positive territory. Both Anglos and Bulletin were up. Naspers, Vodacom, um, I'm trying to think which other one was there. Uh, Aspen, mm. Tiger Brands. So heavyweight industrials uh, that just pushed the market into positive territory. Old Mutual, a very strong gain there. Um, on balance, I think there were more losers than, than actual gainers. And I think 
what's what's hanging over the market um, are worries that there's going to be a sooner than later a, a tapering in the United States. I don't know why their concerns are there because it's just it's actually pointing towards a massive recovery in the U.S. economy. So why you should be worried about it? And if rates do go up, it's going to be a very slow process. But I think it's it's triggered more profit taking. U.S. markets are five six percent in July, so there's plenty of margin to take profits. And I think that's more the guiding uh, light than than worries over you know tapering. It all started this morning. The new governor at the Bank of England, Mark mm. Carney, uh, <coughs> with the monetary policy statement, uh, a, a slight change in policy there. Mm. Uh, they're not tying the interest rates to unemployment, and they need that to dip below 7%, which they say is unlikely for the next three years. Mm. Which means rates are going to remain low mm. in, in the UK. He also changed his views on the, on the outlook for the UK economy. We know that's what's happening. When we say that, it's going to start turning around. It's coming off an extremely low base, and uh, you're not going to get knockout uh, growth there. But, uh, you know, attitude's improving. In fact, the pound's been improving quite a lot. And if you look at the rand, uh, while we pretty steady against the dollar, we've lost ground against the pound and against the euro, uh, weakened there you know, fairly considerably. We'll hear from Julian Roberts uh, in a couple of minutes' time. He's got some interesting thoughts around how uh, he sees the UK economy mm. as well as uh, the US. Uh, they obviously have operations in both of those countries. PPC, a deal to buy Sofika Cement for 350 million rand. It's 20 million bags a year, 40% of those for exports. And you've got to ask yourself, <laughs> how does this I, get past the competition I, commission? Well, I, I suppose there's more competition coming. I mean, mm. it's not listed competition. You've got uh, Safaku coming. Uh, we've got still Wholesome. Who else? Afri, Afri, Afri Sam. Sam. So there's quite a bit of competition um, in the market. But it's the first expansion I've heard from them for ages. You know, they've been a pretty static company. And uh, I don't know whether they, whether they need this for expansion or why they're doing this. You know, what the, what the motivation. I thought they had enough on their plates already. Anglo Gold Ashanti looking mm. for $482 million in savings. That's close mm. to 5 billion rand. They've cut the dividend. They've cut capital expenditure. They've cut exploration. They've cut operational expenses. They've cut corporate head office costs. They have oh, 2,000 management know, jobs. I, so t- I mean, they had to do it. They've, they've, they, if not, this company is just sinking. In fact, if you look at their share price, we're back 12 years. We're back to where we are in 2001. And, uh, you know, if, if you look at the share price movement, it's been perpendicularly down. It's just been plunging. And it, it gives you an idea of, of, of this, you know, of where the industry is. It's battling. And, uh, Venkat, the, that's, I can't pronounce his name. Lovely man. Um, has to, has to put in very dramatic, um, strategy changes in order to, to, you know, to save the company. Well, Jeff Candy of MindWeb.com spoke with uh, CFO Richard Duffy earlier and put it to him that this has been the toughest quarter or six months, not only for Anglo Gold Ashanti, but for the industry in quite some time. It has been a, a, a tough couple of quarters, and I think for the industry as a whole, um, what you will see from, from uh, our, our results is that our focus uh, is on creating uh, uh, and getting a business uh, robust in this low gold price environment. And so all we're doing at the moment is focused on, on, on getting uh, margin back into the business and cash generation at these low gold prices. So, uh, you know, I think we're, we're, we're well on track uh, to, to seeing those initiatives land across the, the cost front and, uh, you know, we're tackling costs in, in, in all of the various buckets, our corporate costs on a global basis, our exploration costs, uh, we, we're tackling our operating costs, our direct costs, 
uh, and we're also looking at rationalizing our capital spend uh, to, to ensure that, that as I said, we, we have a robust business in, in this low gold price environment. Chief Financial Officer there of Anglo Gold Ashanti, Richard Duffy. David, this isn't a company in cash conservation mode, given that they've got <laughs> negative free cash flow. And, and you've got uh, wages being, uh, or, or MQ and uh, NUM demanding increasing wages, you know, ridiculously increase. You should just, I wish they could understand the accounts, because, um, you know, anybody looking at these accounts, I just will understand how much stress the industry is is in. You know, I did a valuation. I mean, Anglo Gold Ashanti now is about the size of Woolworths. Now, this these when I say Anglo Gold Ashanti, you've got to understand that this was a combination of virtually all the big mines in South Africa, all uh, the big mines in Ghana, and Ghana, and and put together, mm. and where their combined value today is no more than uh, Woolworths. You, you know, it gives you an appreciation of of what um, of how value has. Not, I don't want to say be destroyed, but just has fallen. Well, here's Richard Duffy again on on the wage negotiations. Obviously, uh, the chamber and and unions uh, are are being uh, on arbitration with the CCMA. Uh, the gold miners very far apart from where where labour unions are. This is uh, here's Richard's uh, comments. Look, I mean, it is, it is still relatively uh, early days, but what we have seen is that uh, through, through uh, the CCMA, the, the mediators have got everybody in the same room, and that includes AMCU. So, you know, I, I think that's constructive in, in that everybody is talking, and, and that's important for this mediation to, to be successful. Uh, so, yeah, as I say, early days, everybody in the same room talking, uh, to, to answer your question on are we preparing for strike action, uh, we, we, we're not currently doing anything specific uh, in anticipating strike action, but obviously, uh, you know, as, as all of the other companies, we will have contingency plans in, in the event that that is uh, the, the road we go down. But at this stage, uh, I think the, the process is working. It's working as we had hoped it would, and uh, we, you know, we, we, we look forward to the uh, CCMA being able to uh, successfully mediate this. Richard Duffy, the Chief Financial Officer of Anglo Gold Ashanti. David, final one, Anglo-American, the outlook there downgraded by Moody's, mm. I suppose not surprising. Not surprising, and uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's really identifying what Mark Utufani has already expressed himself. So they're just bringing it, bringing it in line. I don't think it's going to uh, affect them. Look, they, if they are going to raise money every time there's a downgrade, it just means they're going to have to pay a little bit more for it. Pay up for a little bit more. <laughs> 16 past 6, today's top story is brought to you by MTN Business. Well, the largest insurer in Africa and majority owner of Nedbank Old Mutual today reporting interim results to June the 30th. Julian Roberts, Chief Executive, joins me from London. Julian, the group remains strongly cash generative, return on equity of 13.7%. Your earnings per share of 9.3 pence, up 22% in constant currencies. Uh, profit from continuing operations up 14%. And had it not been for the significantly weaker rand, earnings would have been still higher. Yes, very pleased with this result. It's always teasing when you know all areas of the, uh, the group are firing. Our South African businesses are doing well. Um, the U.S. Um, has bounced back with positive net cash flows. The U.K. has had a, a very strong second quarter, and their inflows are going well. Although we never particularly talk about it, that's in America and Asia, 
also showed good growth. So it's, uh, it, it's been a good first half of the year. Your mass foundation business here in South Africa, which serves primarily the lower income market, have you seen any stresses in that segment? Well, we're still seeing pretty good growth coming through. Um, and we're not seeing an increase in either in the, 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 the um, uh, old mutual finance or, or in Nedbank Unsecured in the uh, proportion of, of debt that, um, uh, that is not being repaid. So, you know, we know overall that people are, are struggling a bit more, but uh, our general performance has, uh, has carried on being, you know, in line with what we expect. Across the continent, uh, if we look at the rest of Africa, Africa uh, is actually mentioned more than 100 times in your SENS release this morning. On a gross sales basis, uh, the rest of the continent currently one-tenth of your South African business. I would expect that contribution to grow. Is that the plan? Yes, absolutely. We've, um, you know, we've uh, hardly got going in our rest of Africa and expansion. I mean, we have the license through and we are operating in the life business in Nigeria. We haven't yet got all the approvals for the, for the general insurance in Nigeria. You know, we've, um, we, we've bought the fifth largest, um, uh, life business in Ghana, but so far we're not trading. We haven't had the approvals, and it's exactly the same in Kenya. So the expansion that we've done, we're in the places that we know we need to be, Ghana, Nigeria, and Kenya, um, but we're not having the business flows coming through. But what is interesting is our current African operations before that expansion are growing their sales. Um, the profit is growing quite considerably in those areas um, and so I'm quite comfortable with where we are in Africa and I think the strategy is quite clear. We want all of our businesses, we want Mutual and Federal, we want, um, we want OMSA, we want Nedbank to grow their footprint into the rest of Africa. You've spoken about Kenya, Nigeria and Ghana, the, the three areas you do want to be in. Once those transactions close, are you at or even close to uh, scale in those countries? Nowhere near. <laughs> we, um, you know, they give us a footprint, they give us a license, um, and, uh, but they are, um, uh, particularly in Ghana and Nigeria, those are small business. Um, so we have the platform uh, we have the distribution agreements with uh, EcoBank, um, which helps as we grow the bank assurance relationship there. But there's, there's a lot to do and there's a lot we want to do to get up to the size in those geographies. Julian, if we, if we zoom out for a second, you've spoken about the U.S. How would you describe the, the global macroeconomic environment at present? I think we are seeing... Um, uh, the signs that uh, the developed market is is past its worst. I, I think there are signs um, uh, that I read from just our own operations that the U.S. Um, you know is moving ahead and there is more confidence. There is more confidence in the U.K. We've seen that by additional sales coming through our retail investment platform. Uh, and although we didn't cover it in the results, you know, our, our two open businesses, France and Italy, were also um, showing some signs of growth coming back. I, I think it's a fairly fragile growth. Um, 
And, um, you know, you, you may have seen uh, Mark Carney at the, the Bank of England mm, today. Mm. He has turned around and, uh, and said that he thinks things will take time and the yardstick he is going to use is unemployment coming down. So I, I think both the U.S. and the U.K. are turning around and, uh, and saying that when they start the unemployment coming down, then they use that as a metric that the economies are are in better shape and moving forward. So you see that moving positively, but there is also this sign that China has slowed a bit, and, and, and how much more is China going to slow? So I think we have, um, you know, a fairly fragile global economy still, but I think it's moving generally in the right direction. But quite clearly there are going to be volatility as we move forward. Julian Roberts, the Chief Executive of Old Mutual. That full interview will be up on moneyweb.co.za overnight. A lot more depth, uh, a lot more discussion about uh, its operations and its acquisitions on the continent. David, you've heard Julian's uh, thoughts on, on the global economy, not dissimilar to what we've been speaking about no. here. I, I think he's, he'll be surprised in the UK and the US. And I know at one stage they wanted to list their uh, U.S. asset management. Remember, it caused them huge problems mm. um, many years, just after um, the markets collapsed, or even before that, I think in 2000. And uh, they slowly clawed back there. But um, I wonder where he's going to be now because it's really starting to pump. So it just shows you, you're never quite sure where the strategy is. You know, they must have said, yeah, let's get rid of this one now. No, let's keep it, you know. So... <laughs> That's how, that's how things work in boardrooms. Dividend up 20% in pence to 2.1p. Uh, in rands, it's up over 30% at today's price. In fact, closer to 33% from 24 cents last year at the halfway mark to 32 cents. Today's top story was brought to you by MTN Business. Mr. Nkulu, supply is about to exceed demand. Please switch me off. Thank you. With MTN Business ERP, your business reports directly to you meaning you can eliminate wastage and reduce your operating costs. And because it's hosted in the cloud, it's a lot more affordable to get a full resource planning system powered by SAP. Visit mtnbusiness.co.za for more info. Welcome to the new world of business. Well, Transaction Capital today announced it will sell its Paycorp business to management and private equity group Actis in a deal worth almost 1 billion rand. Paycorp is the largest independent provider of ATMs in the country with nearly 5,000 around South Africa and in neighboring states. Mark, uh, these ATMs, uh, you operate them on behalf of Standard Bank, Absa, Nedbank, some of the smaller banks. Why did you decide to sell? Well, uh, firstly, this was an unsolicited offer, and of course the, the board's always obliged to consider any offers. Um, the value was high. It was a, a, a premium to the uh, valuation placed on that asset by Deutsche at the time of listing and uh, revalued at the time of uh, our half-year results. So there was a, a definite premium there. But uh, perhaps just as importantly, we believe that um, the prospects of um, uh, PayCorp could be dramatically enhanced by being part of Actis, um, and I guess that's what, uh, ref- that's what uh, commanded the premium. Uh, because Actis has got um, payments uh, interests in various um, banks and other assets in Africa and in India. Um, and uh, lastly, uh, equally importantly, is that um, the real synergies being pulled out of um, Paycorp being part of transaction capital were elusive, um, it's, it's, uh, and none of them were really as a consequence of it being part of our group. So uh, we could part ways with that uh, asset without 
in any way affecting our group, uh, and that was uh, it's actually a, a triple win uh, for transaction capital for Actus and for the the management of, of Paycorp and and the company. 937 million, 21.8 times earnings. As you say, a very, very decent premium management staying involved in the business, which I guess obviously also speaks to the quality of that business as well as its prospects. That's correct. Uh, Stephen Clark has founded that business some 13 years ago and has built it up uh, with a solid management team who's been with him through through this. Uh, um, I believe that this is the third time he's had a private equity investing in, in the business, a private equity uh, partner investing in the business. And um, I think that uh, the prospects uh, are good. Mark, uh, the inflows in cash, just under 1 billion rand a quarter of your market cap. Any plans with that capital? Uh, nothing specific. Uh, you know, it will probably be somewhere close to December before that cash uh, hits the balance sheet. Uh, and uh, what we will do is, is to obviously retire any uh, expensive debt where that is possible, uh, continue to invest heavily in the, in the organic growth of the business and to do acquisitions. But there's nothing I can talk specifically about now. Uh, I, I think it's important to say that we are very conscious of the fact that cash-type returns are going to depress our returns on equity, and so we're going to be uh, active uh, in trying to deploy the money as, as, as best we can. Mark Lambert is the Chief Executive of Transaction Capital. Millions of people in Africa have limited access to a bank, but almost everyone has a cell phone. So if the people can't come to the bank, bring the bank to the people. Standard Bank is using mobile technology from SAP to do just that. Now almost anyone can pay bills and even buy groceries, all from a cell phone. Standard Bank has a vision of inclusive banking and SAP is helping to make it happen. Find out how SAP can help your business run like never before at sap.com forward slash Standard Bank. 27 past 6, well, David Shapiro, time to take a look at some of the top and bottom performers on the mm-hmm. market. Uh, Marco Dematos of Anchor Capital crunched the numbers, and this is from the end of December last year mm-hmm. until the end of July, so that gives us a full seven months. Um, I've also updated some of the uh, ranking tables to take into account today's closes. I, I think you must judge this against the all-share index, which has gone where we up about 4 or 5% mm-hmm. on the year. So Somewhere there, certainly below 10, and uh, I think... Uh, Let's call it just 5. Let's call it 5, five in round numbers. closer to where it is now. Top share from January to, uh, to July? You told me. <laughs> I did tell you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an incredible run. Coronation, Coronation Fund Managers, yeah, managers up 66% mm. to the end of July, and uh, continuing its run, it's up 74% to today. It's a massive run, that. And you know, you know what worries me? The only thing that worries me about it is that uh, they pay off a lot of their money. They pay mm-hmm. back, you know, um, I think almost 80%, 90%. And it's now a 4% dividend deal, which isn't as juicy as 8%. Mm. You know, and uh, at 4%, I feel it's a bit low for the kind of risks involved in a company which is so tied to the stock market. The rest of the top five, uh, to take us to January, uh, Coronation Capital and Counties, uh, the London-based yeah. property company, Mondi, is up there mm. in uh, third and fourth position. We'll count that as one. EOH uh, in fourth position, and Nuspers in fifth mm. position. Mm. Well, Nuspers is... Uh, Mondi I liked. Mondi, I think, great result and you know, uh, expected and uh, uh, deserved that place. EOH, look, growing, growing very nicely. Um, I can't say anything bad about them because I think it's a very, very good business. 
Um, nice pass as well. <laughs> it was, pass it was up again today. <laughs> totally. I just go for the ride. I close my eyes and just, just go for the ride. The other side mm. of the market, the bottom 20 shares between uh, January and so, July. So look at that, 74% or whatever mm. nice pass is. Call it 60%, Against 50%. a 5% all share mm. index. So it gives you an idea of the outperformance. The and under, now let's look yes, at the underperformance, the underperformance against as well. Uh, no oh. surprises here at all. Uh, gold company is right in the mix, but mm. the worst performer to the end of July was, in fact, African Bank Investments, mm. down 55%, mm. uh, followed by Anglo Gold Ashanti, Harmony Gold, Impala, and then Goldfields. And uh, those top three have changed position. If you take it all the way to mm. today, uh, Harmony is actually the biggest loser, then Anglo Gold Ashanti, and then African Bank. Mm. Huge. African Bank, I see below 1500 again, so it kicked up. On the announcement. They've lost half their value. Half their value, half their value, half their value. Over 50%. Yeah, and I think the, the downward momentum.